Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's episode of Sunday Brunch. so very much for being with us again. Assalamualaikum Sayyidina. Alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. So today's topic of discussion is interfaith dialogue and I just want to use this opportunity to say that it wasn't something that was coined in the 21st century and it has deep roots in history and um, Rasulullah, Imam Sadiq, Imam Rida alayhi salam they are all advocates of this, of this, um, this process for people to engage in interfaith dialogue. So my question is why is it so important that uh, such characters uh, supported it. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Um, I think before we engage in talking about um, the uh, Prophet Muhammad or the Imams and the leaders within history that engaged in um, interfaith dialogue, um, I think it's also important that we shed some light on to the Quran. Um, and see what the Quranic perspective is on this topic. Absolutely. Um, why? It's because uh, we as Muslims believe that uh, the Prophet Muhammad is obviously our leader. He is the leader of every Muslim. Uh, God orders us in the Quran that we must seek uh, the example of the Prophet in our lives and make him our exemplary figure um, and emulate his sunnah. However, who is the leader of the Prophet himself? Um, we as Muslims believe that the leader of the Prophet Muhammad was the Quran. لا ينطق عن الهوى. He does not do things of his own self. Um, and that is why we are ought to follow his footsteps because he was someone that everything he did was Divine a direct order right. from God to him. So his leader is the Qur'an. So for us to understand the Prophet and those who follow the path of the Prophet, we have to really examine the Qur'an. And we find that within the Qur'an, God, first of all, recognizes all the different religions that existed in the time of the Prophet Muhammad. Um, he acknowledged God the Almighty acknowledges their existence now obviously we can't say that um, all of them were perfect all of them were following the uh, you know the the correct teachings of the prophets at the time um, however uh, God uh, recognizes their existence on uh, many occasions within the Holy Quran um, for example, I'll read one ayah, um, which is of chapter 2, Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 62. The believers. هادو, and the Jews. والنصارى, and the Christians. والصابئين, the Sabians. So those were the four major religions, Abrahamic religions that existed at the time of the Prophet Muhammad. مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَعَمِلَ صَالِحًا فَلَهُمْ 
أجرهم عند ربهم ولا خوف عليهم ولا هم يحزنون God in fact not only recognizes them but says any of those individuals who believe and engage in righteous acts then God will reward them God will acknowledge their their good deeds and I think that's more than uh, just recognition that is honoring them which brings us to examining taking a very quick look because I want to engage in talking about interfaith dialogue chapter 109 Surah Al-Kafirun the disbelievers um, the message of the chapter is قُلْ يَا أَيُّهَا الْكَافِرُونَ The Prophet is asked to initiate the conversation. قُلْ means you, Muhammad, start this conversation. قُلْ يَا أَيُّهَا الْكَافِرُونَ لَعْبُدُ مَا تَعْبُدُونَ I will not worship what you worship. What would they worship? They weren't worshiping one God. Because other verses indicate that the way um, the Prophet was supposed to speak to the people of the book, which were the Christians, the Jews, and the Sabians at the time, was قُلْ يَا أَهْلَ الْكِتَابِ Oh, the people of the book. قُلْ يَا أَهْلَ الْكِتَابِ تَعَالَوْا إِلَىٰ كَلِمَةٍ سَوَاءٍ بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَكُمْ أَلَّا نَعْبُدَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ We believe in one God. So when this verse, is, this chapter is talking about the disbelievers, it's talking about the idol worshippers. لَعْبُدُ مَا تَعْبُدُونَ I will not worship your idols. And you will not worship my... The one God. In the end of the day, لَكُمْ دِينُكُمْ وَالْيَدِينَ You keep your faith, you keep your way, and I will keep mine. Where does it in the Quran say that people should be killed based on their belief, based on what they worship? Even those who deny, deny God's existence, even idol worshippers, God in the Holy Quran makes it very clear that um, you know they can keep their faith, do their own thing, and you do your own. And we live in harmony amongst each other. It is something that is extremely crucial in today's in in today's world and. Uh, at times like this when you find some world leaders attacking religions when you find world leaders attacking uh, minorities uh, sometimes bluntly attacking the religion of Islam and uh, so also some Muslims attacking other uh, religions Muslims attacking each other even and Muslims attacking each other unfortunately uh, for world leaders, for religious leaders to come together um, in dialogue, it is very important. And it's not something that people think, oh, this is you know some sort of diplomacy. This is something that you do on the side. Uh, well, it's not as important as other things. This is the most important thing that needs to be done today. One, three things need to come out of interfaith. Goals, okay. Three goals. One, um, is understanding. I want to understand other faiths. As a human being, what do Christians believe in? What do Jews believe in? What do Hindus believe in? You know, and, and for them to know what Muslims believe in. For me to know what other sects within the religion of Islam believe in. You know, and once you don't know, you start accusing them. You know, for the longest time, people accused um, other religions that, oh, those guys are not monotheistic. Um, they're, they don't believe in one God But once you engage with them You realize, no, they do believe in one God um, That's one Understanding, Understanding. Education Number two Teamwork right. Like the Quran says قُلْ تَعَالَوْا إِلَىٰ كَلِمَةٍ سَوَىٰ Let us come together In one common understanding That 
one commonality that is worshiping one God. Now, can we come together and do great things? Obviously, we can build hospitals, we can build roads, we can fight crime, we can Make eliminate drugs. And, right. You know, all sorts of things can happen when... Uh, imagine if those three world religions united, you know, the Abrahamic faiths. And number three, tolerance. The world has seen enough bloodshed, enough people have been killed, uh, there is enough violence within history based on uh, different religions and, and 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 religion is meant to get us closer to God and make us more godly and I highly doubt that any religion uh, any religion's true message would be to kill other people to even disrespect them let alone kill them so um I want to say this, in the year 2020, at least for our communities, at least those who hear us, and um, to open their doors for interfaith dialogue. Let their centers and their mosques become the hubs of unity amongst different faiths. And I especially urge those living in the West to make sure they adopt um, this tradition immediately. Inshallah ta'ala. Thank you so very much, Sayyidina. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for your time, for being with us. Make sure to share your comments, your suggestions, your inquiries, anything you have. Inshallah ta'ala, we'll try to discuss them on further episodes of the show. Until another Sunday brunch, same time, same place. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.